This is the Skirted Roundtable. I'm Linda Merrill from Surroundings. And this is Megan Arquette from Beach Bungalow 8. And Joni Webb with Code to Texas. And this week on the Skirted Roundtable, we are welcoming Carol Sheehan, who is the author of a new book called, one of the authors of a new book called The Birding Life, um, A Passion for Birds at Home and Afield. And it's this really beautiful book filled with, you know, bird images, bird art, but also interiors. So Carol, thank you so much for joining us at the Skirted Roundtable. Well, it's great. Uh, I wish I could say I had birds flying around in my uh, little uh, area, but I don't right now. <laughs> it's uh, great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Well, one thing we like to do is talk, have all of our guests tell us about you know your background. You've been in the magazine publishing world. You've written other books, so we'd like to hear it all. Oh, well, gosh, or, okay. The all you <laughs> want to share. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you know, was, I, I don't have like a real long backstory. I just sort of found my way into design magazines in Houston. Um, and uh, jo- Joni probably, maybe you wouldn't remember it, but... Um, there was a local shelter magazine called Houston Home and Garden that was launched, I think, in the early 70s. And uh, it, it was an amazing experience because so many of us were young, and Houston at that time, there was a lot of people coming into Houston from uh, New York and elsewhere to relocate. So it was also a time when people were remodeling, and so it was just this great idea that became this very successful franchise that was in Houston and uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, and to the extent that when we were always told that when people you know, got divorced, they would fight over who was going to get the back issues. You know, Carol, my mother-in-law still has them all. Oh, does she? Yeah, she has this huge stack of her old Houston, you know, those old magazines. That's, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, it's, it's amazing how much uh, it meant to people. And we were, like I said, we all had, were cutting our teeth at the same time. And it was sort of learn as you go. And it just, you know, immersed me in that world of design and decorating. And uh, some of the, the people that I'm still friends with were the result of those early years, like Beverly Giacomini and Carol Glasser and Michael Dale and Jerry Jamar. You know, it's just, it was just an amazing time, Richard Holly. We had so much fun, and um, you know, from there, I really, uh, I got, I got married. My husband lived in Connecticut. We moved up east, and um, I went to work for what was in the the New York Times Company, who had bought Family Circle. So that was how I got into New York publishing and did a, a magazine called. None of these are still being published, of course, <laughs> called Decorating Remodeling. And then I went over to Hearst and did a magazine called Countryside. And then Mary Emmerling and I were introduced when I was moving from Houston to to the New York area. And we became good friends. And then I freelanced and did um, like a dozen or so books with Mary. And that's how we became really good friends and sort of had this chance to work together at Country Home. And, and that was really a great time. It was, you may or may not know this, but the interesting thing about that relationship is that I was living in Massachusetts, Mary was living in Santa Fe, and the magazine is based in Des Moines, Iowa. So we would fly back and forth, and we had our sales offices in New York, so we were constantly airborne. Did I say that? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it was, uh, that's how we all all did that. We would come together for a couple of weeks um, for the month, had a wonderful staff there, still just uh, have such great fond memories of that publication. We had so much fun doing that. Well, I tell you, Carol, I think when you left 
it really left a, a hole in that magazine. I don't think they ever recovered from it, to tell you the truth. I wish it, that it, it, it could have uh, continued because probably even more now, um, just the way people are more tuned in to uh, things that are local, you know, things that are, uh, you know, handmade, uh, the kind of uh, simple, sophisticated style that's very livable. And that's what we really thought was so arresting about the magazine is that you could find so many great uh, examples of how people would, you know, put together a, a look, a style that to, felt to us very authentic, but very today. You know what's funny? When I was 20, maybe, I was in Country Home Magazine. My mom just sent me the issue. <laughs> Oh, because I did this whole, it was during the whole painted floors, painted, you know, decorative painting thing. And I did a, an, like an old servant's quarter room, all in Laura Ashley. Oh. I've got to dig it up. I just remembered I, that. I wonder if she was the editor then. I forgot. It I, have, that was she even would there. have to be. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll look and see. Put on it. Yeah. So hilarious. Carol. Yeah. Were, did you start, did you have anything to do with the magazine that was before Country uh, Homes that had, was with Mary Emerling, like her own magazine? Were oh, you involved? Just from being a writer, you know, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't involved in the launch of that, but um, okay. contributor. And that was a wonderful uh, experiment too. It's just, it's, you know, publishing, as you all well know, is so driven by the market. And for for years and years, the market was relied on the newsstand. And that was, you know, like the cash cow. And as this marketplace has become so fractured and things have converted to other media, it's increasingly difficult to uh, sustain, you know, these magazines, especially the home category, only because of the fallout with the housing market that sort of, you know, just crippled a lot of magazines because people weren't advertising. Well, I know that our listeners and our readers for our blogs are very interested in the current state of magazines. I mean, I can remember not even two years ago, you know, going to the newsstand and leaving with just an armful that I could barely, you know, carry out of magazines to read. And now you go to the newsstand and there's just three or four or five titles and that's it. It's a challenging environment. You know, the good news is I read recently that, that IKEA has redesigned all their bookcases. Let's say the bad news is they've designed them not for books to fit like a standard size book, but they've designed them to be deeper for illustrated books like the burning life, we hope. But that was very interesting, you know, because of the Kindles and the iPads. And um, it's sort of something that they have picked up on and are now tweaking some of their furniture. So that hmm. basically people are going to either have books with, that are text-oriented on their digital things, but they're still going to be buying the big picture books because we still want to see and hold yeah. the mm -hmm. big pictures. And I think also there's something about a beautiful you know, large format book that it's always going to be, I think, viewed as a gift. You know, it's a wonderful gift to give somebody. The world that I'm involved with and my partner, Catherine Freecord, and my husband, Larry Sheehan, and Bill Stiles, our other partner, who's a photographer, and he's in Miami, you know, I don't know, was it like about, it's probably been about 20 years now that we did uh, kind of found our way into this um, uh, world. And it was really so satisfying because what we 
kind of determine in the first book we did, which was called The Sporting Life, and all these had been done for Clarkson Potter publishers. It was sort of looking at this world of uh, leisure activity and appreciating the fact that they're all driven by passion, tradition, authenticity, and then how does that really come back into the home to people who are these enthusiasts? And, and we've had more fun and been on more um, interesting adventures through the course of working and producing these books. And it was great to do the book on, you know, the, on birding because of, uh, it was new to us. And it certainly brought us back to Texas. You know, you just realize how important birds have been in the history of design. So it was really, we had such a good time doing this. Well, you know, your other book that I just love, and in fact, I'm on my second copy (laughs) uh, because the cover got ruined, is Living with Dogs that has the cover with, you know, the beautiful brown and white Springer on the cover. Yes. And so I know that y'all were big doggers, so you're dog people, but you're saying that you really aren't, weren't birders before you wrote this book? We were all pretty much backyard birders, you know, except for um, Catherine, who, um, as a, she's our Girl Scout in the group. You know, she's always, you know, watched and found things in nature. But in the course of um, doing the research on these books, that's how it all begins. And you, you kind of immerse yourself in a subject. And, you know, then that leads you to people who have this passion, whether it's, a, you know, their dogs or golf or, um, you know, birding. And, uh, and that's how you learn. And, and in a way, when you don't have a preconceived idea, you, you come back with a clearer representation of what, the passion is all about but we all have uh, dogs were really something that that was just a a gift because we all love dogs okay so carol tell us so the life with dogs book how did this sort of subject themed books you know that sort of takes a holistic approach to a subject not just decorating but the sort of life of the people who enjoy that subject matter how did that come about well i think we knew that there was um a place in the lifestyle category that could be different and that's how we came to the sporting life that was the first book that we did and out of the sporting life um that led us to many people that uh were dog enthusiasts um as well as people that uh were anglers so from there you know that kind of gave us a, a great entree and um footing into those worlds and the angling uh, book was uh, also another kind of wonderful experience because it just took us to all these you know great places and you in this world of uh, people that are again it's the passion that is so exciting for us it, it just it's the it's the interest and in, in the idea that you can find something that you've never kind of explored before so um, Where did you track down all these different kinds of people? You've got everyone from ornithologists or, or sort of um, amateur ornithologists, really, and professional. And then you've got, you've been able to find all these people, like Charlie, the artist Charlie Harper from the 50s, the Hobie sisters. I mean, there's such a wide range. With the world of um, 
this particular world that we wanted to both touch on science, um, nature, style, and design. And and I think you just sort of, once we kind of get into this groove, you it's just, uh, you know, researching. Now, this first book that everything has kind of been done digitally, and you know, that whole world has opened up other ways of finding, you know, conducting your research. So that helped us get a kind of leg up. How, how long does a book like this take? I mean... With you going to all these different places, and we have to organize it pretty carefully. Um, this one took about a year from beginning to end, but um, it is not without its challenges. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean this. Is yeah, I'm surprised it is just a year to tell you the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, these public, you know, publishers just when they get to be in their bonnet and they just feel like they want to capture the moment. There was this um, this movie that came out. Uh, a few weeks ago called The Big Year. And that's all about um, these uh, three guys that are extreme birders and um, it stars uh, Jack Black and Steve Martin and Owen Wilson. And they challenge each other to see who can find, see the most birds in a year. So it was it was sort of like, oh, this is great. We're in the right orbit for a change. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, that doesn't always happen, but it was, uh, you know, and I think it's this whole, um, again, the kind of nature-nurture time that we're in, that people are craving to get closer to nature. Right. And that's that's why this is such a, it's such a good time for this kind of book. Well, I'm kind of curious. So you've done sporting life. You've done fish. Uh, You've done dogs and birds. What are you, what are you going to do next? Do you know? You know, nothing yet, but it seems, uh, I'm sure we'll find our way. You know, one subject that we still have a fascination for, or a couple would be sailing and tennis. So we like both of those as subjects, um, but who knows? We'll, have, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. I like that. I like that um, both of those would be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, like beautiful landscaped homes with their tennis courts and you know, there's some beautiful you know just the tradition of tennis too right so um rich uh-huh uh, bill who's the photo- photographer he's an avid sailor so that would be right up his alley yeah that's another one <laughs> we don't have anything you know we're not looking at anything seriously right now we're just sort of enjoying having this book out and um uh, talking to you and just enjoying this what is your, are you doing a book tour? Are you appearing places? We, we have a few things lined up. We just, uh, we're doing something this weekend over in the Berkshires. Um, it actually, it's a gallery called the Farron Gallery. And, um, and your listeners can go online if they wanted just to see what goes on over there. But what um, Leslie did, Leslie Farron is her gallery, we worked with her in featuring um, a number of the artists that she represents. So she decided to curate a show called The Birding Life. And she invited those artists to um, hang pieces. And then she, you know, filled in with other artists, mostly from Massachusetts or New England, that also um, worked with this theme. And it's a, it's a lovely show. And we're going to do a signing next weekend, um, or this coming Saturday at, uh, at, the, at the gallery. Now, the week that we, were, we did another, we were scheduled for the opening of the show. That was the Halloween weekend, that Halloween Saturday, when we got there in a blizzard and just crawled all the way home. We live in this very rural area, and uh, by the time we got back, 
you know, over like the, you know, this, uh, it's like the Donner going over the Donner Pass. <laughs> I thought, oh my God. Did everyone make it out? Animals. Uh, but we finally, you know, made it back. And uh, <laughs> the next morning, you know, you wake up and you go, oh my God, it's like two feet of snow on the ground. This is awful. So uh, at least we you know. You don't have what? You don't have internet, right? Or We have internet. Have? It's just, it's, uh, we, most of us rely on a satellite. Uh-huh. And, uh, so we don't, all of us don't have which is certainly better than dial-up, but it's certainly not, you know, high speed, which is what we all would really love for Christmas. Um, but anyway, so we're doing that signing, and then we have another signing um, coming up in December at a wonderful, uh, in Rhinebeck, at a wonderful store called Hammertown Barn. And I'm looking forward to doing something in Houston. Um, I don't know when, hopefully, you know, kind of looking at the spring, and we'll get something uh, worked out because we'd love to come back down there. Just you know, where where it's a it's a good fit. You know, we're um, kind of building on that right now. Great. Oh, now we've got George, Georgie, Who's Georgie, her dog. Georgie is my Springer, that my Springer Spaniel that yeah, looks I, like the cover of your book. You're a Springer lady. I know. I love those. My sister in law has five Springers, so oh, she uh-huh. your book is like. You know, right on our coffee table. And <laughs> well, there's that great picture of all those springers, like, just flopped on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that book. I mean, for the listeners that are dog people and you want a, a great dog book that's so different than the typical dog book, it's a fabulous book. Thank you. Thank you. Jim. Yeah. We, we, we love doing that, as you can tell. I mean, it was really so much fun. <laughs> Do y'all have Springers or not? Well, we don't. Uh, Catherine and Jeffrey, her husband, they have two dandy Denmarks. I don't know if you know what they oh, are like. Like these yeah, hilarious terriers. And we, in the past, had an Australian Shepherd and an English Setter. Um, we're we're kind of we're dog free at the moment, but we're weakening every day. And Bill, <laughs> who's in Miami, he has a, a King Charles Spaniel. I love King Charles Spaniels. They're so cute. They really are. We could, you know, anyway, we do love our dogs. Well, Carol, um, thank you so much for joining us. I think it's been really interesting, and the book is really, really beautiful, so we definitely recommend it. I, I couldn't be more delighted just to, to talk with all of you and just sort of, you know, just kind of uh, talk about everything. It's really fun. It's a great format, and um, I'm happy to have been invited, and I hope to, uh, Joni, I hope I'll see you when I'm in Houston this time. Yeah. For sure. This has been the Skirted Roundtable with Megan Arquette from Beach Bungalow 8, Joni Webb from Code to Texas, and I'm Linda Merrill from Surroundings. And this week we welcomed author Carol Sheehan of the new book, The Birding Life. You can visit us online at www.skirtedroundtable.blogspot.com where we are giving away a copy of Carol's book. And you can download our podcast from iTunes, search for the Skirted Roundtable. Thank you so much, and we'll be back soon.